Support for IPR comes from Orchestra Iowa, presenting the movie E.T., the extraterrestrial on the big screen, accompanied by the symphony orchestra performing the score live, May 3rd and 4th at 7.30 at the Paramount. Tickets at orchestraiowa.com. Today is Wednesday. It is the 11th of January. This is Here First from IPR News. I'm Clay Masters. In last night's Condition of the State address, Governor Kim Reynolds renewed her push to give state tax dollars to families who choose to send their kids to private schools. Reynolds' proposal would create education savings accounts worth nearly $7,600 per student. That's the same amount as the state funding per student that would go to public schools in her budget plan. In the first year, the ESA program would be open to all students in public schools and to children in private and religious schools who meet certain income limits. But Reynolds says after that, funding would be open to all K-12 students regardless of income. And in three years, every family will have a choice in education and no child will be limited by income or zip code. Democrats in the state house say lawmakers should focus on the needs of public schools trying to fill teacher shortages instead of putting state funding into private schools. The governor's office estimates around 14,000 students would apply for education savings accounts in the first year at a cost of nearly $107 million. The office of U.S. Senator Chuck Grassley says the 89-year-old Republican will have surgery this week after hurting his hip. Grassley just won re-election for an eighth term in November. A short press release from the senator's office says he's otherwise in good spirits and is expected to make a full recovery. Des Moines Public Schools says it will remain closed today as it continues to deal with the aftermath of a cybersecurity attack. District officials say they were alerted to the issue Monday morning, prompting them to immediately shut down their system and cancel classes. Des Moines Public Schools Interim Superintendent Matt Smith says the district is currently in the restoration and recovery phase, and it's still unknown if students' or families' personal data has been leaked. That's what all of our diagnostics checks will actually let us know, and so once we get those forensics back, uh, we'll have a, um, a lot more of a confident idea of anything that has or has not happened. The school district sent a message to families last night saying classes will resume on Thursday and students should expect an offline learning experience. Sioux Center is looking to local dairy farmers to help supplement the northwest Iowa town's natural gas. As IPR's Kendall Crawford tells us, the city is constructing a pipeline to bring in renewable energy from a new source, cow manure. The manure from three different farms will be put into digesters, which break down the waste and create natural gas. The gas will then be pumped directly to the town, where utilities assistant manager Adam Fetters says the community needs more capacity. For a growing community like Sioux Center, taking advantage of opportunities to receive additional capacity in other locations is is something that's advantageous. And then to find an opportunity right in your backyard is is even greater. The local ag businesses will bring in around 350 MMBTUs a day. That's around a third of the natural gas typically used in Sioux Center on a summer day. Construction is expected to begin as early as April. And an Iowa nonprofit has received a grant from the USDA for a wetland restoration project in north central Iowa. Iowa Agricultural Mitigation will use the $684,000 grant and matching funds to close the last two remaining agricultural drainage wells in Wright County. 
Iowa Agricultural Mitigation Manager Kevin Grigg says closing those wells will restore local wetlands. It will also generate credits that area farmers will be able to apply for and purchase to remove a low-quality wetland from their property and replace it somewhere else in the watershed. Iowa's getting very, very close to having all of the, the what used to be hundreds of ag drainage wells closed, capped, and, and no longer able to transmit uh, pollutants down to the, to the aquifer. So it's, it's really important for, from that aspect. He expects the project to start this summer. This is Here First from IPR News. This IPR podcast is supported by Cultivating Compassion, the Dr. Richard Deming Foundation, fostering causes that enrich the community, generate understanding, and cultivate compassion, including above and beyond cancer. Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds gave her sixth condition of the state address last night. She's asking lawmakers to give state funding to all families who send their kids to private schools. And she wants more money for programs she says will help new parents. IPR's Katerina Sestarek has more. Reynolds started her speech by saying the condition of the state is strong. Through natural disasters, a pandemic, a nationwide recession, and more, Iowa's status as a beacon for freedom and opportunity has endured. She welcomed the new members of the House and Senate who make up more than one-third of the legislature. Reynolds thanked returning lawmakers for their work. Then she turned to her critics. We've been told time and time again that our bold agenda would wreck our economy, demolish our education system, and lead to the collapse of state government. We've heard these accusations from political opponents, as expected, but we've also heard them from members of the media and even so-called experts. Reynolds says Republican efforts on collective bargaining changes, sweeping income tax cuts, and requiring schools to offer in-person classes in the pandemic all turned out to be good for the state. We ignored the hysteria, and Iowans are better for it. Reynolds says she'll continue to stand her ground, especially when it comes to children. She says her first priority for this session is creating state-funded education savings accounts for families to pay for private school tuition. Her plan would start phasing in this year. By the fall of 2025, all public and private school students would be eligible. Regardless of the reason, every parent should have a choice of where to send their child. And that should not be limited to families who can afford it. Each private school student would get the same amount of money the state spends per student for public education. That's about $7,600. Reynolds staff estimates 14,000 kids would get a scholarship next school year at a total cost of $107 million, and that would increase each year. Reynolds also wants to let public school districts redirect about $100 million in state funds that go unused each year toward raising teacher salaries. She then turned the topic to abortion by saying that setting up a child for a productive life begins before they're born. That's why I fought so hard in the courts to make sure that this legislative body can do what it so clearly has the power to do, protect the unborn. Reynolds didn't call for any new abortion restrictions in her speech. The Iowa Supreme Court may soon consider whether the so-called fetal heartbeat law should be reinstated. But she asked lawmakers to quadruple the state funding being sent to anti-abortion pregnancy support centers, and she wants some of the money to support paternal involvement. 
Reynolds is also proposing streamlining state government. She wants to merge Iowa's 37 cabinet-level state agencies into 16 agencies. Her staff says there would be no layoffs, but some vacant positions would be eliminated. She didn't propose any tax cuts, even as the top Republican lawmakers say reducing property taxes is a main priority. Senate Republican leader Jack Whitver says he's comfortable with Reynolds' education plan, including the fact that the state could eventually be paying for every private school student. The goal of the whole bill is to, to raise the entire education system up, add competition, uh, whether it's in rural or urban, we want to add more competition um, to bring everybody up. House Speaker Pat Grassley says Iowans deserve to see where their representative stands on Reynolds' bill after House Republicans failed to pass similar proposals the past two years. It does what I've said it, we're trying to do, which is show support for private as well as public. So that will address um, some of the concerns that have existed, yes. House Democratic leader Jennifer Conferst says having no limits on who can qualify for an education savings account will make the plan less popular. Iowans didn't like the plan when there was, were income limits on it. They're certainly not going to like it when it means that a family, a rich family in Des Moines, can put their money in savings and take taxpayer dollars to their private school while public schools across the state crumble. Senate Democratic leader Zach Walls says he thinks Reynolds' new plan was pushed by out-of-state special interest groups. Normal Iowans know that that doesn't make any sense. It's not a common sense plan. It's not good for Iowa kids. Whitfer says the first public meeting on Reynolds' education bill will be held this week or next week. I'm Katerina Sestarek, IPR News. And you can stay on top of what's happening at the state capitol with Political Sense. That's IPR's weekly newsletter that gives you a rundown of what happened and what to watch for in the weeks ahead. You can subscribe today at IPR.org slash GetSense. This is your first from IPR News. I'm Clay Masters. Thanks for listening.